0: What's good internet and welcome to session 73 of Super GG Radio. Where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I like big betas and I cannot lie, your host Alex Arona. With me this week, and until his contract runs out, forever, my Nintendo Joel the Wit. What's good, Joel? You know, Nintendo's really was onto something. I think they need a version with human babies, though. I can get behind that. Soon, I will make that my own personal experiment. We'll see. Also with us this week is Mellow Monday streamer, Eric Getty Gettinger. Thanks for subbing in, man.
1: I just hope I didn't sh- uh, rush. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! That was not chill at all, that no. wasn't mellow, <laughs> fuck that. Dude, you're harshing everyone's chill here. I know, I guess I have to take it out on you because I couldn't take it out on you on Monday. Damn,
0: alright. <laughs> oh man, Yeah, you're, you're harshing my mellow right now, so let's begin. Uh, this week we talk some Vernal Edge and Early Adopters, hit some Ubisoft and Devolver forward news, and then get retro in the Backlog blog. No time like the present, so let's get started. To early Adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games where you're just really pumped about playing before they came out. Also, Kickstarter games. Kickstarter games. I have to put that out there. Uh, we played Vernal Edge. Define we. <laughs> uh, at least <laughs> two of us. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> I I played through the beta test for Vernal Edge entirely. Uh, Getty played uh, a couple of minutes and then had the game constantly hard crash. Yep. Yep. Wow. Joel was aware of the game that it existed because I told him to. I saw in the show notes. It was
1: Joel there. was aware of the game. As <laughs> to say, he heard about it somewhere.
2: <laughs> I was playing adjacent to the beta <laughs> test.
0: It's good. I like that. Okay, so Vernal Edge goes back to a time... And I, and I won't even say it goes that far back. But I will say it goes back to... Harkens to... Sega CD, Sega Sega Saturn, 2D platforming, action adventure, hack and slash. You're platforming, attacking with a sword. You're a lady knight uh, and you do, uh, you have a couple of moves here. You have your normal slash attack, which, you know, you can do combos with it or you have an ability that has a meter that charges up that you throw the sword and once the sword is stuck in an enemy, you can then either retract the sword or... Any direction and the button to throw the sword again will cause uh, a super combo move where they'll jump forward and do like a bunch of slashes or uh, I want to say we'll do an upward smash. It it does different things depending on your directional input. And then you have magic spells.
1: Magic spells. You have a charged attack too. Uh, Yeah, see, I I didn't use it that much. I guess I I should have. I mean, that's what I was using for as far Mm. as I was able to get. The charged
0: attack seems to knock the enemies down pretty effectively. Otherwise, you have to combo them. I end up combo comboing them, but that that meter goes down really hard. Uh, it was a it's a real pretty pixel art game, very smooth and fluid. It does, it is kind of based on how you're supposed to be moving with a uh, with a dash that gives you invisibility frames, so you can't really get attacked, or a parry, which is it just blocks the attack. It doesn't do anything else; it just blocks the attack entirely.
1: I didn't get to parry anything. Combat felt kind of heavy though, like the swings that your character would take, definitely had weight behind them. They weren't quick. I the way that the character moves, I was expecting the strikes to be a lot quicker and not deliberate, I guess.
2: So I'm I'm hearing I'm hearing a lot of talk about the combat and. Uh, it's combat heavy, Joel. Okay. <laughs> but, but actually, was was the platforming challenging at all, or was it something more? Like by the numbers, just something to have to jump across occasionally.
0: I it depends on how far you go, because at a, they would the combat in the it's you know it's a, it's a early beta like demo, so they kind of gate you into combat arenas where they'll shut off any kind of exit and have to go through a couple waves of enemies. Hmm. But outside of that, enemies were in the environment, and I end up just dashing right past them. The combat, or the, the, the platforming itself, wasn't difficult, but there was a couple of puzzles that made it, you would hit a switch, and you would have to go back to a point in the map, but now there'd be walls in place, so you have to kind of know the different paths to go around the area nice. within a time limit
1: with the time limit that reminds me of the old school mega man where you'd have to time your jumps and then eventually just quit because it was impossible.
0: The way, the way the maps work in this game is that it will be, uh, an area where there will be like four different layers with different paths going up, down between these, each level of layer. And that you know, this like, you could find little hidden paths to go, Oh, I'm on the second floor or I'm down in the third floor, or, down the fourth floor. But, In that instance, you hit the switch, you have to make it all the way to the top of the first floor, but now there's walls strategically, so those little hidden paths are the way you have to use to avoid the walls that are closing in the most direct path, if that makes sense.
2: It it was a long journey, but I think I followed you.
1: Okay. I mean, it was a game. We played it. Well, (laughs) Alex played it. I tried. I I, I really was enjoying the music. It has a kind of, how to describe it, a catchy tune that it plays while you're exploring. Not, not yeah, the guys. it
0: was catchy. The music was catchy. It was very, it was Alex very is like it was music. <laughs> no, it was, it was it was it was cool. It was it, it was very uh, chip toony chip tuney. Yeah, but it kind of got a little bit more orchestral when we I there's a boss at the end, Getty. There's a boss. All right, let's do this. I'll pack up my computer.
1: Uh-huh. I'll drive over there. Mm-hmm. and then we can finish the podcast uh while I play it. But sounds good. the catch is that I'm not putting on pants. So
0: these are all agreeable arrangements.
1: All right. As long as we're all on board. Joel, you have to come too. How long does it take to get to <laughs> Alex's from, from where you're at?
0: Well, um
2: 4 hours? 4 yeah. hours? 4 4 Um there's no way in hell I'm leaving my house tonight.
0: <laughs> oh. Damn. Okay. okay. So Vernal Edge, the boss. He was uh, he. He somehow got plant powers, and he's shooting vines at you and making rose bushes around that you have to dodge or smash. And uh, it, it actually gave me it, it kind of it trained me to play the game at its own pace because I was trying to really engage quick. I'm like, oh, I gotta get the combos in, gotta hit him here as many times as possible, and that boss two shot you that was kind of the thing he just any two hits and you were pretty much dead so because of that changing your tactic to be take two hits get out go back in take two hits wait for him to do his attack and miss then go into two two attacks and then get out it kind of made me slow down and be more methodical with how I played it and that's something that I kind of appreciated was that it made me change my own play style to do something different
1: Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. The way that I was able to play, the character is very quick, but again, the attacks aren't, so you have to be very strategic. If you're trying to go for that combo, it's a a little bit quicker, but I was also using the, like, heavy strikes to knock Mm. down people. Uh, I would love to play more of it. Um, Unfortunately, the version that I had, for whatever reason, was very bugged. But Alex tells me it's on Kickstarter. It is. And we were creeping on the price, too. If you want to back it, uh, it's 20 bucks to secure your copy of the game. Did you, Alex, did you happen to check to see how long the, the Kickstarter
0: is available? That one I did not. I didn't come up with a date.
1: Okay, I'm going to check that out here quick so that we can at least give the, the fans of the show that opportunity.
0: Yeah, because Vernal Edge, I think, is something worth checking out just as far as the art, the art is concerned, as well as... Fluid motion, music, it does. It's doing something very specific, and it does harken back to, you know, a Sega Saturn style uh, action platformer, giving you control and of these characters that have like very fluid motion, being able to play the game how you want. There's kind of a lot here that it, it, that can be explored. At one point, you got a new spell, so you could cast a different spell. There's more to unlock, level up. There could be equipment. You know, there's a lot that is possible here, and that's kind of why I think that this one would be an important one to look at. So that was Vernal Edge Getty. You are looking at the Kickstarter? It looks like
1: it's already closed. (laughs) (laughs) But it's backed. Yep. (laughs) So I feel like uh, we kind of dropped the ball on that one, but (laughs) uh, usually they have a late backer kit. I do not... I don't think I'm gonna take the time to check it out just yet, but uh, normally you can try and get in to support the game, and they have the same kind of deal. Hopefully, in my experience, uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> in your experience, I don't. I don't usually uh, back You've kickstarters, never done but, but late backer. You, yeah, but you are
1: an active backer. I am. I have a bunch of stuff that I'm probably not even gonna realize that I have mm-hmm. uh, until it arrives at my house. I think there's at least two or three games that I backed in the last year. And one of them that I'm still waiting on a Switch code for, and another two that are, like, projected to be 2021 or
3: 2022, so... <laughs> as long it's as like, it's got a date, right? It's
1: like Christmas, man. You don't even realize it until you get an email. It's like, <laughs> hey, here's the copy of your Steam key. Like, oh! You, you know, that
2: I- that actually, that happened to me with the one Kickstarter game I did. Um, I did Mutant Football League, and... I I backed it for uh, the game and it came with a shirt. I forgot about the shirt, and then it showed up like two weeks later. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, I did back that thing. (laughs) All right. But, uh, yeah, it was just crazy.
0: You ever just buy, you just drunk buy stuff on Amazon, and then you're just like pleasantly surprised? You're like, oh, something just arrived in the mail. No, and no. That's the reason why I don't have an Amazon
1: Prime. Lisa does.
2: I'll and <laughs> I'll make sure not to give Kelly any ideas on that.
0: It's too That'd late. Be dangerous.
1: We're yeah. gonna ship her a bottle of wine and, <laughs> your, and your prime account information.
0: <laughs> I will send it via Amazon Prime. <laughs> Bill it to Jeff Bezos at. Help.
2: Uh,
1: where does he go?
0: Amazon.com. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Jeff Bezos no, <laughs> oh, he's got G- he's got a Gmail. Okay, fantastic.
1: What? You don't think so?
0: Okay. Oh, I, I'm. Uh, that seems like a silly question. Of course, of course, he did. That's <laughs> the Alex is squatting on team the team URL. account. What do you think? This is a
1: hotmail account. Be-
0: <laughs> yeah, he's gonna he's gonna tweet at me. Hey, Jeff Bezos, I got your Gmail. <laughs> Let's do this. Cyber squat that shit. Uh, okay, that was Vernal Edge. Now. Getty, you are the last of us. I am definitely also, not. As well. As you well. You are the last of us as well. As well. So <laughs> I'm
1: not I'm not even gonna pretend like we're uh we're doing spoilers here. I'm not
0: doing any spoilers. I just Wait, wanted ho- to hold on. Did you ever go back and find that Easter egg with the evil within two? Of what? With the titular oh. line? Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you ever hear about that, Joel? It's no. real dumb. Please tell me. If you go me. and backtrack to the beginning, when you're pretty close to the end of Evil Within 2, he has a conversation with a with like a, a co-worker. One of the guys and he, that what,
1: is in the, the simulation or whatever the hell it is with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And the guy goes, I'm not going out there. There's evil out there. And the main character goes, there's also evil within, too. And, and they both look at the camera. Down. Yeah. <laughs> oh come on really <laughs> yeah. yeah that's why i said gary is the last of us as well
1: yeah mm. so wow. okay, this isn't uh, as much of uh i'm gonna go through all of it as much as it's a check-in to let you know that uh before steve left for his his great journey we dropped about mm-hmm. four hours into the last of us Two. Oh.
0: He had mentioned that it kind of changed his mind on it. Like, it seemed like he was more pumped on the idea and what they had done to the game. Because he, he'd initially... We have on our WordPress blog uh, a brief commentary on the post-apocalyptic world uh, by Steve. And in it, he discusses Last of Us and possibly a question as to why they would make... Or if a sequel was even necessary. But after playing the game, he seemed like he was kind of more sold on it. So... Uh- I'm gonna talk a
1: little bit about stuff that happens that you're already aware of because guys, we've all played it. It was one of our video game homework assignments. So, mm. at opening up to the game, there is the same feel. Uh, the mechanics have not changed at all, really. Hmm. You can you can now go prone uh, with uh, Ellie, but. Uh, Okay, so you guys remember the, the Sony press conference a couple of years ago where they did the whole scene in the church? The right. whole mm-hmm. opening. Okay, so they allude to it, but they don't explicitly show you it at the beginning of the game. So if you miss that, uh, anybody out there, you want to go back and you want to watch that. Because being, f- like, four hours in, they haven't, like, replayed it for you. So... If you missed it, you need to see it in order for some of the plot to make sense. Uh, but if you're a fan of it, you're already going to know that. Weird. Otherwise, uh, whoa, what can I say? So pretty pretty close to the beginning, Joel does have a conversation with his brother about the end of okay. Last of Us. So mm-hmm. you now have two people that are up to speed on it, and even the comments that uh, Joel makes... He he's really not our Joel, obviously. But
2: I I actually I actively hate anything that has my name in it because it's not common enough for me to be used to it. But it's just common enough to where I hear it. It's it's like nails on a chalkboard just because I'm I'm not used to it enough like an Alex yeah. might be.
0: Well, that's the see that's the other thing you say like an Alex might be, but in my entire you know, tenure of being Alex. Now I have met five other Alexes. Really? So, yeah, it's super hmm. rare to me. I, I, where was I? I was at, I, I was where somewhere in like in public, and someone called their kid Alex. They're like, Alex, come here, and I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not me. Okay, not me. Because swear to God, lady. Well, it's it's funny yeah. that we should be even sidetracked on this
1: conversation, but because of alex i don't even answer to eric anymore <laughs> nope. like i don't even know who that is because he's <laughs> never called me eric and i think in the 15 plus years that we've known each other yep
2: daddy god, do your coworkers call you daddy
1: no and that's oh. the weird thing because i'll be just be sitting there like going and i'll be like oh i don't know who you're to- oh me oh god <laughs>
0: okay yeah. so we have two people who now know what's going on in the last of us uh,
1: what yeah what had transpired and uh, uh, there's uh, there's a lot of stuff that they try and decompress right at the beginning because obviously they now need to go and live uh, with everybody else without you know really sharing uh, what happened So they were kind of like... They left and they were like, yeah, we're the last hope of humanity. And then for them to show back up and be like, oh, you know, it it just didn't work out. It gives you uh, like a, I really wonder where the story's going to go. Not too long after that, you get control of another character that you did not previously uh, have in the first game. And uh, that character plays... A different part, and I, like I said, I don't want to really go too much into it because I want you guys to also uh, play the game and experience it. But you need to know that the story hits that bump, and then it's it's go. So there's an event that happens pretty close to the beginning of the game, and I don't know if you guys have already read into it or or you know what's going to happen, but it's uh, it makes you
0: want to go and <laughs> play. <laughs> Alright, but now, on a scale of 1 to 10, how depressed are you about this game? Oh, it... So far, not... So, there's part of me that's mad.
1: I won't I won't discount that part. Depressed, <laughs> I don't think I'm depressed. Uh, as the story goes on, I'll probably form more of an opinion about it. But so far, it's hooked me in. I definitely want to make it through. And... Mm-hmm they've changed the mechanics just enough that it's a different experience so if you remember uh, when you had control of Joel in the original game, he would pick up the medicine and you would then be able to feed it into certain skills to upgrade it. Well, in this game in this Last of Us 2, now uh, there's multiple trees that you can unlock by finding uh, like the training manuals that were present in the first one so you get access to like a, a healing tree to start, but you can find a combat book. So then you can feed your medicine into those branches, um, and make it a little bit more interesting. You don't have to follow one branch; you can take multiple branches. Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, of course, they still have the gun upgrades. Uh, they flared that up a little bit. Whenever you make a modification to a gun, like she'll tinker at the workbench, <laughs> and like. Uh, I think we are updating a pistol, and we are giving it more ammunition, like more rounds. So she takes it and she like files down the the bottom of the gun. And Steve was like, oh, "That doesn't seem really necessary," but it looked cool.
3: <laughs> hmm.
1: And uh, style always counts in video games.
0: I hear the sound effects are really good of them tinkering.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know the clickers. Uh, I still have nightmares. Yeah, <laughs> because what they do is they're like, "Oh, you should go check out this room." Like, all right, you drop down, and instantly you're like, "Oh, god damn it!" Because just like five clickers like appear out of nowhere. Um, it,
2: it's that same thing they do in Tomb Raider, where they'll they'll give you this faintest bit of gore in it too before they cut away. You know, it's like just enough to give you that sort of cringy
1: feel before they cut out. Uh, This is some of the stuff that happens in the course of the story is very very gory. Like I, I'm surprised by how little uh, of a of the punches that they pulled on this. Uh, One more thing before we wrap up this part because uh, I know that you guys really want to talk about video game homework. But (laughs) they there are parts at least so far. um, If you remember towards the end. They open up Last of Us into kind of like a a more of an explorable area. In Mm -hmm. Last of Us 2, they present you with this area and you can explore around and it'll like hit little marks on the map where you could potentially go to explore. Or you could find clues that will lead you to another area that like a stockpile will be at or you might find additional resources or information about the story it's really kind of neat how they they played with that so you could just try and plow right through the story or if you're like me i'm I'm going to go through all those different beats to you know experience the the guitar solos that you can play uh, along with try and maximize my resources I don't like to be caught flat-footed
0: I like I kind of like that there's a there's a way to like play the guitar and people have been making their own little uh, videos of, you know, like, oh, we're going to, I'm going to play, like, I, I saw Mark Hoppus play Damn It and uh, <laughs> sing along with Ellie controlling the guitar. So yeah. I thought that was kind of neat.
1: No, it's, it's a really neat thing. I Was it necessary? No. Does it add a different element to the story? It definitely, it it actually makes the characters more human, if that makes sense. Because they were just murder hobos in the first one. Is there a photo
2: mode, and do they let you take selfies in it?
1: I feel like there is a photo mode, but I don't take selfies, so. You're no fun. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what What do you think this is? Life is strange. <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> oh yeah, no oh, that was that was a really good photo mode. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I hear that this photo mode's pretty impressive. From my understanding, uh, so you're pretty pumped on Last of Us Two. You think, and uh, you're gonna knock this one out and come back and say, "I murdered so many dogs." I'm pretty sure I'm gonna say that I murdered
1: so many people, but I don't know that I'm going to hate it. You know, normally when I play games, I try and do like the path of le- the least amount of violence, but. And this one, you know, there's not really, uh, not really too much of an option for that. You are forced into situations where
0: you're gonna have to fight to survive. Uh, you're not Heartwig, huh? No. Yeah, or you have to go full Heartwig on this.
1: No, I'm not. I'm not ever gonna go <laughs> full Heartwig on anything.
3: That I like sounds, how you kind of started using it. That.
0: that sounds painful too. <laughs> go full heartwig. Just get a minigun. That's how you. That's how you. That's how he plays Last of Us.
1: Yeah, flamethrower everything.
0: Well, speaking of flamethrowering everything, that's not really a segue for no, anything. No, that was terrible. Wow. <laughs> but then again, I didn't write one, so good luck with that. It's okay. It's <laughs> okay. Uh, but flaming, flamethrowing everything. Uh, let's take a break, and we'll be right back with the news. I am going to watch Hartwig flamethrower everything while they're playing Divinity Original Sin 2. That's good. You're back. Flew in from Virginia, and boy, are my arms tired!
1: You know why my arms are tired? Why carrying
0: this podcast, dude? You're carrying all the energy today. (laughs) Literally flew in from Virginia at five in the morning. He ain't lying. Alright, so news this week: the big ones were the not E3 press conference. I'm always going to call it not E3. Not E3. Not three not three not three 2020 how's that sound joel i i what not three 2020 no no (laughs) no how
1: about eh three Eh. 2020 better eh three eh three yeah because it didn't happen get
0: it (laughs) ubisoft forward event (laughs) oh boy yeah that was ubisoft a labored effort Wow. I you know. Uh, so they uh, and, uh, the big one was Far Cry 6 uh, with John Carlo Esposito. Looks cool. You like you like yourself some uh, Breaking Bad. He was great in Breaking Bad. They did a pretty good Did you watch the trailer Joel cuz it it's, it looks like him really really well.
2: I I did not see the trailer, but I saw the art for the like the key art that they use for pictures for articles and stuff and it, yeah he looks good and it you know i i trust that they chose a, a good actor for uh, a role like that but like I, I guess for prior far cries did they show the antagonist too much throughout the game
1: you don't what do you mean get to see them too much like you encounter them
0: i yeah. think it started with uh oh you I- see them in the beginning and then they antagonize you throughout minimally okay
2: okay so it was it's one of those things where it's like it's some nice uh star power that they're throwing behind it but it seems kind of like a crazy path to go down (laughs) for uh it
1: it seems like the same kind of thing that uh call of duty does they get like mm -hmm. that big name and then they just put them into the game and they go from there like uh crap there were a couple
0: kevin spacey Kevin Spacey yeah uh, the The guy from Law and Order was Law and Order (laughs) yeah SVU
1: I I
2: guess it it, I guess it made sense from the immediacy of like box art you're able to put his face on it you know
0: uh that uh, yeah but so that's the thing about the Far Cry series is that yeah they give you that protagonist right up front and there needs to be a some sort of varying amount of charisma Mm mm-hmm to kind of drag you along with it, the the I can't remember who it was in two because uh, two is the one I haven't played in the longest time. Uh, but Voss was very eccentric and kind of wild, even though he didn't end up being the main protagonist. Uh, the, and he was uh, he was the guy in the cover, of course. And Four uh, Pagan Min was very like kind of rich, high air uh, above you know above it all. Mm-hmm.
3: But
1: was he actually a and, bad guy?
3: Well, I mean, except well. being a
1: dictator, and I don't know. I, I felt more threatened by the the big bad in Far Cry Five. Like cults are real, man.
0: Yeah, and also Voss was very, very like knifing people, very, very <laughs> like without questions. Like, oh well, those has got to die. Um, Pig and Min was just he was the he was he was like, oh, I'm just doing the lesser of two evils. And then at the end, you know, you had to pick two factions and. It was, oh, this was a freedom fighting force that ended up, you know, using Black Tower heroin to stop the, you know, just to, to uh, selling Black Tower heroin to fund their freedom force or the government, which was using child rebel soldiers. It was kind of like, eh, they're all kind of bad. Nobody's right. But yeah, so this will be another one of those. And uh, you know, how Fire cry goes, I will play this game. I will play this one. I took a break. You Far Cry 5 was my
1: break. It's fine, Alex. I'll beat it for you. <laughs> Please.
2: <laughs>
0: Just like every other game. And then I'll put it on my beat list. Stop with the beat list.
1: It still sounds so bad.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, next piece from the Ubisoft press conference that kind of stuck out was Tom Clancy's Elite Squad. Uh, it was a cartoony version of Rainbow Six Siege characters. Yeah, in a, it had that Fortnite I think, look to it. I think it's a phone game.
1: Is it really? I think so. I don't. I don't know any of these things. Like, I when I see Tom Clancy stuff, I don't think of it to be as cartoony as this game looked. But then again, yeah, I think of uh, like Splinter Cell. So,
0: but did you play the Division Two? Most of that is unlocking dances and getting cool psychedelic straight brim hats. Uh, I, mean, I did play the Division Two. Yeah, that's what you're unlocking. I watched Steve unlock a, a one of those, um, like a drop box of uh, loot, and in it he got a gas mask that looked like they were just vaping weed out of the gas mask. Sweet. <laughs> it was green smoke. It was a thing. All right. Yep. So those are the, the two ones that kind of stuck out to us. Uh, also, news for this, Ubisoft will do another one of these. Great. So, yep, that's the thing. Well, you know what? The one <laughs> thing missing from this event uh, that I was kind of surprised about was uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's probably time for them to do something with rap- Rabbids again, right? That's like do. Oh, I mean, they like, had a successful um, car- yeah. cartoon, right? The,
2: they're, the minions of video games, yeah. Um, S-
0: so then the other one, which is a must-have, and I was disappointed because I was waiting for it the entire time, Just Dance.
2: Yeah, you're really into it. that. You and Beth—that—that's your go-to game. See, I game, can't right? tell
0: if you're really serious about it because it's just dance, dude. It's fun. It's fun. It's a thing. It, it, its surprising how well that series works. How the controllers work. How that whole thing works. It—it's just like the connect. The, it, it, was it that 360 yeah. connect? Like, that's a whole thing. Don't you? It, don't it, just it actually
1: we fit or not your
0: we fit <laughs> your uh, ring fit. Your Switch, uh, yeah, Ring Fit. Ring, i got to get back into it. I, should, I, I think I'm going to start it up. Um, no, so I want to see that dabbing panda again. That's mainly what I want to see. I want that dab, dabbing panda. I just <laughs> no, dabbed we, on screen.
1: We know we know what dabbing is. Thank you for sharing.
0: Okay. okay. Uh, next, uh, Devolver had their digital E3 eh, event. We're going to call it E3. Eh, three. Yeah. 3 Yeah, I'm doing that. that. No, it's that, fine. It's fine. Uh, the Volver Digital Event, uh, they talked about Carrion, which we talked about on this podcast. Uh, Fall Guys, we have not talked about that game yet. We uh, will. Because we can't. Uh, Shadow Warrior 3, Serious Sam 4, and new indie IP, Olia. Olija, O-L-I-J-A. Looks kind of neat. Looks kind of a little like Vernal Edge 2D platforming action attack combat.
3: It kind of uh, looks like cool. Ouija to me. <laughs>
0: It does look like Ouija a little bit, yeah. But it, Or Ouya, you know? That's another thing. Cursed <laughs> no, ter- like ter- items either way. <laughs> the Ouya. All right, so those were the games that came out with the Devolver Digital event. Uh, I'm kind of excited because Carrion is coming out this month, Fall Guys next month, I want to say. And uh, those are two indie IPs that I have my eye on that seem like they could be a lot of fun. Man, I already got Carrion installed on my computer. I just can't play it.
1: Nice. Yep. <laughs> Xbox Game Pass. Yep. <laughs> Game Pass is blocking me so hard. Oh,
2: yeah. C- Carrion's definitely the standout to me. I, I actually I've, I i have don't have familiarity with Shadow Warrior or Serious Sam outside of it being a first-person shooter, right? Yes.
0: Yeah, it's a first-person shooter. It is very story-based, but the... The way the characters are and the way the gameplay is, it's very Borderlands. I think, like, Getty and Steve would like it, but it's not multiplayer. It's not, you know, open world. It's very straightforward, but the, the art, the the characters, the way the guns are, everything gets neon and, you know, call these colors and there's cartoonish, you know, dubstep. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least that's my understanding of Shadow <laughs> Warrior. Dubstep. You love dubstep. You shut up. <laughs> I will shut up. Okay, so uh, again, the Devolver Digital event. Uh, one thing that came with it, Joel, was they released a another game, uh, Devolver game. Oh, really? That is a faux E three show floor, and oh yeah, you can, I heard about that. Yeah, you can walk around and then watch trailers for their games that are coming out.
2: I, I actually, I kind of love that. I think that's that's exactly the kind of dumb they should be leaning towards is just like the absurd surrealist and it dips just a tiny bit into like the uncomfortably real right now yeah <laughs> you know this you know i heard somebody was this what are you guys saying like we're we're living in ready player one
0: right now <laughs> yeah uh uncomfortable
1: <laughs> devolver land expo that's what it's called
0: apparently the uh the devolver land game has the e3 press conference show floor in alarmingly accurate detail they say it's pretty good so joel if you ever want to take a look at it that you could see some trailers and explore the e3 show floor and it's
1: free for download on steam so
0: free 99
1: free 99
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so uh one other piece of news i didn't have on our docket here Uh uh but it came up uh more recently uh, Microsoft has announced that they are connecting Game Pass to xCloud. Is that it, right, Joel? Yes. Yeah, that's right. So for one subscription, you can play xCloud, which is their streaming service, and Game Pass, which uh, I kind of talked with you, Joel, about this, that the Game Pass has been such a Goodbye for me. Like it, just the quality is there.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you know, we we got Stadia and Stadia. We it, we just regretted that from jump. <laughs> but Game Pass has been nothing but impressive the entire way, and I've been paying for it. You know, getting these discount codes, finding coupons, getting the cheaper rate. But throw an X Cloud, I don't think I need the coupon cut anymore. I think that it's it, it it's already justifying the price. And that's just a cherry on top of something extra that really speaks to me in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, we were testing out xCloud, and I was playing Halo on my phone with an Xbox uh, controller compared to it via Bluetooth, and it was it was it was playable. It was fine. It did what it needed to do, and I just I could see a lot of merit there, and I could see that the quality is there. It, every there just it, it it seems like a complete package to me. Hmm. I uh. I, I, I sort of agree with you. Like, I,
2: I agree with you that the strategy is sound, and I'm sure that there's lots of people like you who will get a lot of value out of it. My experience with this stuff, it's. I am. When I'm intentional about, like, I know there's something on Game Pass explicitly that I want to play, it, I will make good use of it. Uh, when it is something where, like, I don't know what to play, I don't always think to look on my Xbox. I mean, part of the problem this generation for me is that, like, Xbox is not my default systems. Uh, It was PS4. Lately, it's been Switch. uh, And I had a a brief uh, affair with my PC. But, uh, Mm. you know, the, the subscription plans are just something that I'm not quite, like, plugged into enough where it feels natural to go to that home. I'm not... I'm not uh, programmed, you know, to uh, yeah. think that way with my games
0: yet. I think that uh, there are certain levels of where I'm comfortable with the quality of it. So, uh, for instance, uh, we don't pay for Netflix; we use it a friend's account, and I haven't made like I, have, I haven't actively decided like I should just get my own because I don't use it enough to feel like it justifies a case. Sure, but things like Hulu and Spotify. Uh, and now, obviously, Game Pass—it's it, with X Cloud attached to it. It's just more for me to feel comfortable. And even Getty's on Game Pass now, and each time he's like, "I got like four games installed. Game Pass is pretty good." And I beat this other game, and I beat this other game. And it's like, "Oh, you're just." <laughs> we had a conversation
1: games. earlier, and it was not like that. Getty doesn't.
2: Telling... En- Getty doesn't enjoy games. He just consumes them. <laughs> no,
0: I enjoy them. What was the what was the new one you beat that I I hadn't heard of? Actually, that was installed on my computer for like
1: four months before I got a chance to play it. Uh, between the gardens, between okay, it was really okay. nice. It was a cute game. We can talk about it another day.
0: Yeah, I think I'm gonna pick it up so yeah, I can
1: play it. I really book. recommend it. Not that that's this segment because we're still in the news, but
0: well, I mean, again that. That'll be my own personal homework. But for right now, (laughs) let's take a break and go into the backlog blog where we will be talking about our video game. We are back. we're back back with the backlog blog where we play video games that turn out to be punishment joel you assigned us night trap punishment is a little harsh i think um, did you love this game and me and getty <laughs> <laughs> we're very uh, unhappy with i had to it.
1: solicit help
0: from my wife
2: <laughs> <laughs> i apologize in advance for the clock here um <laughs> oh nice um, but uh yeah, uh, it'll be an Easter egg for the five followers we have. Um, so, the uh, I, I wouldn't say that I loved it. I would say that I appreciate parts of it. Like, the, the 80s camp tone of the whole thing is nostalgia bait for me in a way that it wouldn't have been in the past. And, uh, you know, just some of the absurdism of... Uh, what happens throughout the different sequences and as you're setting traps and stuff uh, It's just the the awful acting is is hammy in a way that is unintentionally funny
0: we played what was it the what was it that game uh, we played that that more modern FMV game
2: not for broadcast
0: not no, yeah no no no, no. we uh, oh. no no night there let me think about it. Try to find it. But we played an oh. um...
2: Last call. No.
0: I, f- I found it for a second and then I lost it again. Um, so oh, the complex. Okay. We played the complex. <laughs> a modern FMV game came out this year, and then we played Night Trap. And the entire time, Steve kept saying, "I don't know. The complex is acting is real cheesy and stupid." And then we played Night Trap, and he's like, "Oh, god damn it! This is the worst." <laughs> <laughs> You're really so the onto acting something. wasn't bad before.
1: Yeah. The acting. <sighs> It's it's really campy, and let's was it twenty five years ago? This this game's twenty five years old. Like I get it, and uh, the attire of the people, like, just let's take a moment to appreciate that we don't
0: dress like that <laughs> anymore. I I, I, I kind of liked it because again, uh, you. I just thought it was funny that, like, it's like, oh, girl, sleepover. And then, like, one dude comes out, like, like and like, oh, there's some boys here, too. And he's wearing what looks to be a suit coat and a pop collar. But then there's one kid in, like, a baseball shirt and a backwards hat. And they're, like, best friends. And I'm like, why is that guy wearing a suit coat?
2: The, this this game came out in the early '90s, but it, it's clear that it was like at the turning point where people styles were mid shift. <laughs> so so it's like the '80s on some people, the '90s on some people, and others are like this weird mishmash of both.
3: Yeah.
0: So that's kind of we're we're kind of going to the style right now and just kind of focusing about the like this the the acting, which was always kind of for me. It it made me laugh at certain points when. Well, the story is that you're an agent for... The D uh, team. As, yeah. For the SCAT team. The SCAT team. That's a bad acronym. <laughs>
2: Please uh, tell me that's what it was.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a SCAT team. And uh, you are to control traps in a house uh, to stop and save this these teens, these rowdy teens uh, in this house who are there for the weekend. And I remember at one point... There, you have, like, an inside man. You have a, a lady who is part of the scat team, but she's acting like a teen. And there are times when she literally just goes, Use the traps! It's like, son of a bitch, I've been doing it the whole time! I've been using the traps! You saw me use traps! Don't tell me to use the traps like I hadn't done to use- I'm using the traps, lady. <laughs> she said it, like, four times, yeah, too. Yeah,
1: because she wanted you to use the traps. But uh, <laughs> can we take a second to, like, decompress, like what is actually going on with this story? Because yes, you're this operator, you're controlling all of these traps, but Uh in like the pre sequence to the game, it's like Mm -hmm. this creepy guy that's controlling the traps. And he's like, ah, ha 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 ha, like trapping all the teenagers. It has nothing to do with the (laughs) actual game. And then once you're in the game, like you come across these scenes or through the, the course of like, uh, at certain minute markers, because this whole game is, is a race against time. So at certain minute markers, there will be an event happening in a room, and you have to navigate over to that room. And if you don't go to where the story is happening, like you miss. like You could play this game without Large getting swaths. any of the story. Like You don't right. have yeah. to. I, I think that's no. my grievance with the game, because I want to know what's going on. At one point, a kid pulls out like a laser gun. <laughs> and he's shooting, and I don't know where he got it from,
0: and it, what effect it has uh it's cool, but then guys vampires that was the big you went to the big twist here uh turns out <laughs> that you're like you're not saving the teens from terrorists uh you're saving the teens from vampires,
1: but is that who all of the people in the the garbage bag clothing are they're vampires
0: yes, yes and, and- <laughs> It was funny because whenever they are sneaking around, which they're sneaking, real, real <laughs> stupid, like arched back on their tippy toes, uh-huh. real stupid. But like some of them have guns, but then some of them have a clothing. thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I can Let's tell talk you right about now because <laughs> yeah, I messed. Well, okay, yeah, I well, yeah. Oh, so the clothing, thing. I messed up a couple times. What happens is, is that the claw thing goes around someone's neck, and. Inside the claw is another like tube that stabs their neck and drains them of blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, so that's what the vampires were doing. Because I made a couple mistakes and key characters got the claw. I thought you did the perfect so, run. Well, I mean, again, that perfect run took me like four to ten tries. Four to ten tries.
1: God.
2: And that was what with the walkthrough in front of you and you're like, full I've got walk all through. the instructions. Yeah, yeah. These, these okay, airtight, so- it, it's, it's these airtight windows, and then, like, the controls. Yeah. You know, Daddy, you mentioned you're going from room to room, but, like, you're not, it's not like a 3D space. It, it's it's like a menu, and you've got the TV in front of you that's showing the main screen of what you're watching, then eight boxes in the left-hand corner that you have to tile through and know which room is which you're trying to go to without any labeling or anything
1: yeah and if you don't know where something's gonna be it like things escalate quickly
2: yes <laughs> you're like
1: oh i i only let two of the bad guys in and then 30 seconds later it's like there's 14 of them and you've caught two and you're like what are you talking where are they unless you know exactly <laughs> where they are you're screwed. and not only
2: not only that but like the window is really small with oh, yeah hitting the trigger, the trigger right because uh, it's like a red beeping light and then you have to be timing this marker in the middle that is turning red did you
0: have to hit it right when it hit red
1: no you could hit it when it was yellow
0: and it would okay. still engage the trap okay. your your window end up being roughly half half a second
2: yeah but not only that but like throughout this game the characters, the characters in the game will have dialogue explicitly like breaking character and talking to you, saying like the code is now going from red to purple, and then you've got this swatch of four different or four or five different colors that the code to be that you have to have on when you're triggering the traps, otherwise they won't
0: go.
1: That well, right there, the, the dubbing. That the mm-hmm. dubbing. Because no, hold on, it no, yeah, so
0: so that wasn't initially in the game yeah. oh really <laughs> in the original so they wanted to add another level of difficulty so you can't always do the traps because they will change the code on you and you have to hear the code so that was that's number one my problem kind of with the game is that the fail states are just so that like it happens a lot because mm-hmm. there are some traps that if you miss you've auto fail yeah and then they're also the fact that when they change the code, if you're not on that window seeing them change the code, then you cannot handle. You can't use the traps anymore. And for you to test out if you have the right code, nope. I, I'm going to click a random color Doesn't because work. It's like there's like seven colors, and you had to go. All right, now we're red. Oh, here's a guy. Here's a guy. Trap. No, it's not that color. Okay, purple. Why? Uh, no. Okay. So it just it becomes like a big hassle. But the other part was whenever they do, they're like, okay, let's go to the basement. Uh, and then it just changes audio like the audio quality And goes we should probably change the code to purple <laughs> right and it's randomized it, they they recorded yes. these different messages because it's random i've done it and lost and then come back and they, when that message it was different it, again and, and that part was
2: evil because like we telly and i did give it an honest try about three or four times here and we were getting the hang of it it was fun in its own strange way, like it, it feels like a carnival riot, or like a carnival, uh, one of those barkers that are sell you tickets and then you can't win a game. Uh, like <laughs> it, it, it's like you're you're playing whack a mole with these things, and I, I don't know. It's just I lost my train of thought there. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no, th- that's the thing is that we all kind of gave it an honest try because we're like, we'll get figure this out. This ain't so bad. And I think we spent an hour just playing we got eight minutes in and be like i don't i don't know i don't know what i'm supposed to be doing because i'm trying to do the thing and i'm capturing people but yeah there are so many key like traps that need to be set there's so many like superfluous ones that are there for you to get you know bonus points and and at the end they even say you could probably do better you because know, you missed a couple what this
2: game yeah. needs is checkpoints like like did that that alone would make it a lot more playable and that that's something they're asking for way too early on in in Damian history to provide something like that. Since it was well, like, this this CG actually does game. have a checkpoint. Yeah, well, at like wait, 13 it does.
0: Minutes at thirteen at the halfway
2: point. Oh, so I I didn't get there then.
0: <laughs> but it's it, I mean it's still fine because it's just that's the like the first auto fail state is like four minutes in. So it's it's thirteen minutes is not it's not easy to get to. Yeah. Okay. And so, so it, it's yes, it the game needs more checkpointing for sure. Man. Yeah, there it, you know it also was kind of tricky those traps that you the traps are fun because you it it's very cartoonish. You'll see like two plates of glass slide up and capture somebody or a door will open and then the wall will shove them down this sliding thing. And they're always like, Ooh,
1: going
2: down the stairs. And then it suddenly turns into a big slide and slides them into a pit of smoke. So
1: I, I did like that. Which was your favorite trap guys?
2: Oh, the
0: roof catapult was pretty good. That was, I, like, just that was like,
2: pretty good. Just Catapult people off the roof. Yeah, the the uh, in the hallway when they trap them between two glasses <laughs> and then the smoke comes out and turns red and they're sitting there with like miming like they're
1: I'm stuck. You know, oh.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't even look like they're di- you know dying or in danger. It's just like I'm trapped <laughs> and then t- you just stay there.
1: I think mine was the bed the bed it was my favorite because it would like flip them out the window
2: mm, oh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah there was a bathroom one where... where the
0: wall would it would be like a hidden wall it would just sh- like the wall would flip was, and, right. where did they go it was so stupid because it was like
1: the smallest corner of the bathroom <laughs> yeah. like, what are you doing <laughs>
0: oh these traps were very specific eddie yes yes oh so what i was going to say is that it's what was also interesting is that while you have these traps and I said like some of them can auto fail, also capturing uh will like if you just capture Willy Nilly will also cause an auto fail because there are I wanna say at least four points in the story where they give you the prompt and you're not supposed to do oh, it. Oh yeah,
1: the squad hmm. members
0: will infiltrate the
1: house and they'll be dressed up as the the bad guys. So if you capture one of them, uh it auto fails you.
0: Yeah, or there's one instance where a teen is being captured, and you're supposed to wait for the teen to kind of fight off the the enemy and then escape. Because if you do it, only traps. If you do it early, it just traps the teen, and then they just go. You were supposed to save everybody. This is entirely your fault. Yeah, it is your fault. <laughs> it's like brutal. I feel bad. Yeah, it,
2: it's. But but in the same way, it's kind of funny how these ideas have been, you know, toyed around with and, and implemented in some ways. There's definitely elements of this in what we have in quick time events now in games. So so the idea of having these short windows where you have to jump on the right spot in order to trigger it to be able, allowed to move forward in the game is inherent in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the the, you know, having to keep track of multiple things at once uh broken storytelling you know all all stuff in modern day gaming too yeah
0: the story is the story is i the vampires i didn't see coming so it did definitely made me laugh (laughs) which that's that's funny to
2: me because the box art has vampire heads in the background but they're like oh, really? classical it, it, draculas right right but it looks so campy and dumb that you're kind of like oh it's just old crappy video game box art where they just took uh uh clip art and then mirrored it all together onto one picture you know like collage
0: i don't see any vampires on this cover there's vampires but or maybe the, it's on the switch icon oh yeah switch there icon. it is yeah i the original yeah there you go yeah yep. okay what it, there, it does do like a de- half decent job because again, I played it so many times trying to get this ending. In the very beginning, the parents' uh, parents <laughs> are uh, when they, they see the kids, they say, "Oh, this looks like it's going to be a delectable evening," And I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Like they're staring at a group of teen girls going, Ooh, Oh yeah, and then this they, will be fun. And
2: then they turn to each other, and the dial looks like he's going to literally eat her face. Like, he opens his mouth, unhinges his jaw, like he's gonna (laughs)
0: eat her. Yeah, he's, like, going for a kiss, and it's, like, open mouth. Yes. But, so, okay, so that, but if you take it, what they're trying to say is, they're vampires, and they're gonna eat everybody, and they're excited they're gonna eat everybody. Uh, So, uh, uh. that's, so it's like, oh, okay, they were, you know, foreshadow. there was foreshadowing in the 90s. (laughs) That's not true. So that was kind of cool. Um, I'm trying to think about what else this game brought to the, the table. The best part of the game, you forgot it. The song. What's the best end? part of the game? The, it's not even at the end.
1: The night trap song.
0: No, but there's a scene where the girls oh, right. are having a dance off, uh-huh. but they're dancing to, to the the night trap theme song.
1: That that is it. That song. <laughs> worth it for the 79 cents that i paid I was,
2: for this game I, I was gonna say this wasn't a, a heavy lift for you guys <laughs> like, no no, no not, i'm not at but <laughs> just
1: i was frustrated because without if if we're talking about we got this game 25 years ago if we're not sitting there and finding all the timestamps, uh it, you're not gonna make it through this game like without some type of guide some type of help because there's just too many instances where if you don't know where to look or you don't know the trick to it, you're going to have to go back and try it again. And I, I get it. It made it more challenging back then. It made it challenging today. It's just, I I want a game that is not going to, you know, flip me the middle finger the second I boot it up. I, I, but I guess that's your Dark Souls games now.
0: <laughs> well... <laughs> Again, without having the sensibilities that it would have of a modern-day game, I think that you could go and have uh, just a couple more checkpoints, a little bit more of a Tutorial. emphasis on where where to kind of go with those yeah. cameras, some sort of hints. Because especially when they get those codes going, or like they're going to change a code, you miss that it's you're done. So. So you have to—you would have had
1: to sit there and made a list of all of the rooms that you go to, or I'm sure that there was a Prima strategy guide that you could have dropped uh, $25 on at the same time you picked up the game.
2: But the kicker is that that wasn't atypical of its time, right? It's—it's it's been the way it's been in that way. Mm-hmm. So like, I—I don't—I don't know that it's fair to critique that in modern sensibilities, but like. For the time I came out, it was so common that you get dropped in with no instruction that you have to read the instruction booklet the came with the game that didn't understand any of the controls at all. Uh, and, and so I think people were conditioned a little differently in that way. Uh, but I, I do agree, it's a harder ask now to be asking people to like okay now you're gonna play this one game you're gonna play it over and over again and then by rote memorization you're gonna figure out what room and when
0: yeah but well i mean there are games you know like uh, say a fez where it, it requires you taking notes you know what i mean you're taking a notebook you're filling it with patterns and trying to figure out puzzles so that would be kind of the game this would be like if we did not have these perfect run guides, we'd end up making one. Yeah. Right,
2: but also the cheapness of games now compared to back then, and also like the purchasing power of you as a 12-year-old versus you as a, a 30-something-year-old.
1: Who, whose 12-year-old was playing this back then?
0: Oh, why do you think this game
2: made it to Tondras? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what? I would try to play this game as a 12-year-old. Yeah. Those, girls were, yeah. those girls would have been hot to me as you a know, 12-year-old.
1: You, you know how difficult it would have been for you to get to the parts where it's like, ooh, girls.
2: How determined of a twelve-year-old were you?
1: Right. <laughs> I think you give up and find something else. The Sears catalog.
0: There we go. That so Night Trap as a whole, I feel like was a very. It was good that we went back and looked at it and tried tried to see what where video game video games came from, FMV games in general. This game, Getty, uh, you said kind of the punishment. Kind of was where it was hitting you hard when it would when it would you know give you the finger and just give you the game over, but for for me it it definitely fits in the same kind of mold as what a Dragon's Lair. Yeah. You know you ever played Dragon's Lair? I could see that. Yeah, where you're just kind of hoping for the best and trying to hit the right button prompts at the right time. Otherwise, it again instant game over. Well,
1: even with the correct button prompts, it doesn't mean that you made the right choice to begin with.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: That's Dragon's Lair, though.
0: <laughs> now that acting though, that's still in my head. What I'm thinking is like watching those characters. Like the there's at one point where the inside, yeah, the inside agent talks to you, and she's like, "Okay, keep watching out for everybody," and then she like looks around, and goes, "I'll be right back," wink, and then like walks away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then as she leaves, you see two of the vampires walk up the stairs and you're like okay you're getting ready to trap and the vampires just give a high five and yep <laughs> like, what? or, or what
2: where she happening? gives you a clear like thumbs up at the camera to you at near the end in, in the last sequences where she's just trying to escape and stuff it's just the yeah it's off the charts hokey
0: i like that though and it, it was well it, it's part of its,
2: it it's part of its charm for its time right <laughs> like
0: even in the intro, they give you a debriefing, and it's the Scat team doing a briefing. And then they go, "Okay, so who's going to be in charge of the camera?" And they go, "Him or them, yeah. them." Mm-hmm. And they point to the camera and they go, "Who's that?" And he goes, "Special Forces." And they're like, "Okay, I guess he can handle it." <laughs> they're really like Reaccusing. pointing, yeah. They're, well, not in that. They're just more like including you in a way that makes me kind of happy because
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know you're there. It, but also. I have a question about the Scat team and why they would not know who I am as a player, and then just be like, "Well, uh, we were told <laughs> that he's a special agent. That's probably fine. <laughs> probably I, fine." Stole. Just went along with it. <laughs> scat. <The
3: scats>. No. <laughs> oh. <No. laughs>
0: um, um, yeah, Night Trap. It's uh, it's historical. It's a trap. Uh, don't look behind you <laughs> night trap that's that's a, one of the lyrics from the theme song very nice do do we have to give it a score yes Are you make us grade okay. it now how did we do this i can't even remember it's been a while since we have done video game homework
2: Uh we, we sort of took the fighting game uh metrics so like s down to what d okay. f
0: and then you yelled Wait, at well us. joel you assigned it you let's you start off with the grading
2: um, you know i i I think uh, my generous store would be a c okay and, and I only say that I say that with the understanding of you know how games used to be this dated and it's kind of a product of its time and the fact that like for for the price range that we paid for it, the the whopping one dollar we paid for it it, it it provided Kelly and I several hours of uh, laughing at it and uh, just having a really great, silly time with something really campy and dumb. So, like, there's a lot to not take seriously and laugh about with it.
0: So, wait. So, what did you give it? He I
3: gave said it a C. See? C.
0: C? Okay. Did you black out? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I spaced on that. See, that's funny enough. That's way like that's lower than I would have given it. Really. I. would i'm going b b on it not that it's a good game (laughs) but i think that (laughs) i think that there's enjoyability there watch it like if there if you want, if if i'm gonna look at when we're done i'm gonna try to find the super cut of just the, the story scenes and i'm gonna sit down with beth and we're gonna watch it and it's gonna be funny but also going along with that I feel like the historical significance of Night Trap being one of the earlier, not, or not the earliest, obviously, but earlier FMV games and something that brought video games a little bit more into the adult era and uh, being a reference point. Also, Sega CD, which was around the generation that I was most fond about. You know, that's where I was. I was Sega and Sega CD and 32X and all that stuff. So I have a lot of fondness there, so I'm giving it a B.
2: Our scoring system is meaningless.
1: Yeah, it really is yep.
0: entirely. I, I guess all scoring uh, systems are meaningless, though. Getty, what do you say?
1: A C. Same okay. same kind of logic as Joel. It was uh it was a little campy. Uh, the price was right. Is this <laughs> is this my genre of game? No. Do I think that the the premise is ridiculous? Yes. Uh, if I had many, many hours to play it, and I could have written down like all of the, the time prompts, maybe, um, but I feel like I still ended up missing a bunch of the story, even with the playthroughs that I did, so unless I, I went back and I did it perfectly or meticulously, I'm not going to get everything that I want out of it, so for that, I give it a C.
0: <laughs> i'll find the super cut for you though just so we can watch Alex, it
1: i think that that was one of the freebies that came with this 25th anniversary i didn't explore the the bonus menu but it seemed like it had like story production things that they did i think it might be there you should you should okay. check it out i'll i'll
0: take a look it's still on my switch still running I deleted so. it to make a room for another game <laughs> that you had me buy this week <laughs> oh i thought that was like a legitimately like I deleted this game because fuck Night Trap. <laughs> no, no, just because I needed some space. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that was Night Trap, our video game homework. I'm going to assign another video game homework. This is a surprise for my co hosts here because I am springing this on them. But I'm going to give this a generous, uh, well, like, I'll give it a month or month and a half. Two months. Of when we can and one quarter. Yes, because this is a game that I don't expect you guys to beat. Not because it's hard, but because it's run based. It's not a game that is as significant, but it is something that uh, a game that did something different and is a precursor to a game that we all liked. We are going to play FTL fair enough for anybody involved on game pass. I I just bought it on my iPad. I say,
2: I believe it's on iPad because I got that there as well. So I'm eager to try this. This is the one that the makers of
0: into the breach are behind, right? Yes. And, uh, if you if you play FTL you'll see its inspirations elsewhere in things like, uh, like I mean uh, you could see the inspiration in War profit as well so I mean just playing in and uh, uh, you could see it in uh, void bastards you can see the FTL inspiration the way the map is and stuff like that so and there there are tons of knockoffs of FTL and the way that it plays so uh, give it a shot. Uh, you know, we'll play a couple rounds over time in the next couple weeks and then uh, bring it right back to talk about it so that was our video game homework I'm pretty pumped that was fine <laughs> I had a lot of fun and that theme song uh, me and Steve were singing it aloud for uh, I'm telling you, quite some time The song was it that's all I needed alright <laughs> okay, let's move on to one last thing one last thing where we give one last sentence one last statement sending us into the weekend and you the listener into the weekday for me, for me, I'm excited, waiting for Carrion to hit Game Pass. That's uh, me and Getty discovered that it was on Game Pass, and you could download it and install it early. So that's what I'm going to be doing right after this. I feel like I discovered that. You did. And then you informed me, <laughs> and it was a discovery that I also shared.
2: Joel? Okay. Guys, I'm going to allow myself a break here for a little bit and uh, finally get back to Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> the the Ooh. game which I got through the first uh mission said that was great and then put down because of you know life, <laughs> all, all this. So uh yeah, I uh wish me luck and uh
0: wish me luck especially to actually stick to it this time. It's good. It's good. You'll enjoy it. Just takes time. Getty, one last thing.
1: It <laughs> <laughs> oh, would have been so awesome <laughs> if you'd forgotten. Uh I uh, will finish Persona 5. I, sorry, I will Platinum Persona 5 Royal this weekend. I'm going to do it. It
0: gives me a headache thinking about it.
1: It's not that bad. It's not that bad. When you have to say uh, it's but,
0: not that bad, I feel like it's bad.
1: But I want you to know that my characters are like level 92. It's so solid. It's <laughs> just
0: OP. I kill everything. Fantastic Eddie. You OP'd that game. And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where we have streams, 2D Tuesday, Keeping It Together, Metal Gear Friday, Magic Sunday, Wild... Was it Wild? Nope. It's just Kevin's random stream. Yeah. No, it doesn't have a name. It's called Wild, Wild Redemption. Redemption. That's what it's called. Yeah. No, don't. <laughs> if you <laughs> name it, it gives it. Pound. Don't legitimize it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Getty, I was going to ask, did you enjoy Mellow Mondays, and would you like to continue that time slot, or are you, you want me to take it back over?
1: Uh, I think the next couple of weeks I'm working from home so i could probably do it i don't know if i'm gonna stick to the, the 9 p.m start time i might move it up and do like eight to nine
3: that's up to you whenever you want to play some
1: more dragon dragon quest builders too and and build with stuff in the sand
0: okay then we could do mellow mondays and i could do something random on a wednesday ew, <laughs> ew. wednesdays If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is superggradio at gmail.com. Provide a review on iTunes or the Night Trap refund of your choice. Thanks for listening. GG, Joel. Good dame, GG, Getty. GG. Good night, everybody.